Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Talksport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday. And welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast. My voice is going up for no reason with me, Andy Goldstein. And what a podcast we've got coming your way. Now, I know I say that most days, and uh, I'll be honest with you, you I know you well enough now, but I'll be honest, sometimes I lie. Sometimes I lie just so you carry on listening. But today I no lie because it's a humdinger of a show, and we start with the Aston Villa skipper, Jack Grealish, who, of course, recently has been copying my hairstyle. He was on the wonderful breakfast show talking about his COVID party, how he's learned from it, and why boss Dean Smith is like a father figure to him. It's obviously something that I deeply regret. I knew straight away, you know, at the time, that something that I shouldn't have been doing. Um, I know how much of a role model I am to a lot of people out there. But also, you know, I know that I'm, that I'm human, and I know just because I'm a footballer, you know, I still make mistakes. But like I said, you know, it's something that I deeply regret and um, hopefully, you know, I can move on from it. Um, at the time, I tried to, you know, make amends as much as possible. I know it was hard to, but I, I wanted to face it front on. I didn't want to hide behind the club statements. That's why I come out and come out and done an apology video. And then I also tried to, obviously, you know, I donated a, a bit of money to, to the NHS and I also raffled off my shirt raffled off my match-winning shirt against Birmingham last season. Um, So, yeah, I obviously knew at the time, you know, it was a wrong thing to do and I deeply regret it, but it's something that I'll I'll learn from. I just want to ask how Dean is, Jack. I know that you guys are super close and and Dean lost his father among all of this that's that's happening at the moment during this pandemic and now he has to turn his attention and and, and try and lift the spirits of the team and and get you guys back fighting. How is he doing? The gaffer is he's one of them people, you know, he I think sometimes he just always tries to always tries to be there, you know, with a smile on his face and that's what he's certainly done since he's come back. I think he's tried to not not let it affect him too much. But, you know, deep down, you know, losing losing one of your parents, we know how heartbreaking that is. Mm-hmm. Um and it's a, and it's a shame, especially for for himself and, and his family. But I'm sure there's only one thing that the Smith family will want now and that's for us to to obviously stay up in the league um, and hopefully, you know, we can do that. And obviously it was extremely tough for me because I've got such a good bond with the with the manager. You know, I see him as I see him as like a father figure, if I'm honest. Um, I can speak to him about absolutely anything, whether it's on the pitch, off the pitch. And he's been brilliant for me since since he's come in. I've probably played my best football under him. Um, he made me captain. And it's not even the fact that me and him have such a close bond because we're, 
because we're both Villa fans, I'm not sure what it is. It's just one of them things, you know, Darren, I'm sure you had it in your career where you just where you just click with a certain manager. Um, and and you you'd be able to say yourself how much better it makes you feel as a player and how much how much it makes you want to repay that, that manager and that's certainly yeah. the case with me. And a, and a lot of the players in the squad, you know, I know that Toro Ming, um, John McGinn, you know, a lot of popular figures in the dressing room are all, all as close with, with the manager as I am. Following an eighth night of protests after the death of George Floyd in police custody, Clinton Morrison was alongside Jim and Natalie and he called out the bigotry that exists in society today. He went on to explain why we should all stand as one in the fight against racism. I'm sick and tired of talking about uh, racism and, and, and people saying about racism and nothing being done about it. And now West people are starting to listen. And why can't these players like Jaden Sancho um, go onto the pitch and say Black Lives Matter? Because it does matter. It does matter. We always just say, oh, there, there's another black person dying. We're, we all bleed the same colour. Black, brown, white. We're all, we're all together. We're all trying to stand together. It's, we're all human beings and we still bleed the same. And it, all red blood comes out of us when we're bleeding. So when people come on and they message in and they say something, why are we talking about about racism. The reason we're talking about racism because it needs to be addressed. What's happening in America and stuff like that, it's an absolute disgrace. And I've got kids of my own and stuff like that. So if people, I can come on here and I can say what I want to say because I'm worried about my, what could happen to my kids. I'm worried about people, my other family members and stuff like that. And it could happen to me. I've been stopped many a time. So I know I, I could say a bit here, Jim, I was going off the, um, the subject, but that kind of hit home to me hard there because people are saying, oh, we're always talking about racism. I, I have to come out and tell you, we have to talk about it. And staying on the topic of racism in society, this is the former England striker Darren Bent on Breakfast, who admitted that he worried that his children will suffer racist abuse when they grow up. How am I supposed to try and educate my children to say, well, listen, you might be like Milan, who's the oldest, he's six, mm. like his lovely little boy, always full of energy, full of life. And I think to myself... How can I try and tell him and educate him that, listen, even though you're, you're a lovely kid, you're well-mannered, someone might not like you just because of the colour of your skin. Like, how can I explain that to him? How is he going to understand that? And obviously that's well, where, God. that's where obviously where they're going to grow up being guarded. And, it, and that's where they're going to have to be. You, you have to show them where black people are coming from, unfortunately. And this is what, unfortunately, you've, you've got to kind of toughen them up. Like, this situation might happen to you. Like, it's not, it's an extreme situation, but listen, that, that's the kind of day we live in. And when it comes to hashtags and stuff, yeah, it's it, it's all well and good, but is are that is that going to change anything? Because obviously there was a whole blackout screen that was going on yesterday, and then someone sent me a, a tweet, and it was it said, blacking out your screen and not posting for a day is historically a mistake. During the apartheid in South Africa, they cut off radio communications to stop uprisings in different parts of the country. So in a ploy to slow down US tensions, they use groupthink model to tell us to black out. Which is, so, do you know what I mean? So there's a conspiracy around everything. So it, I think unless you show the kids this is what you could face, it, it, honestly, it's, it's a long, long road ahead. And I said, we're talking about 30 years now. Since the whole Rodney King thing, things have got no, no better. And the WBO super middleweight world champion Billy Joe Saunders joined the Jim White show yesterday. He spoke about his BBOC hearing date after his controversial video regarding domestic violence. 
Obviously, it was a silly thing to do. I look back at it now and, you know, you feel embarrassed about it. And, uh, you know, at the time you look at it, oh, it's not no fun. And it's only a little bit of fun. What's people going on? But when you look back at it and you see the, the domestic violence and the abuse that these people are going through, not only women, men as well, uh, it's just not acceptable, is it, Bill? You know, the coronavirus, obviously, is still a little bit uh, touchy to have a date for an earring, but uh, we're just waiting for the best day to do it. Back now to the Bedford Show is Freddie Flintoff on why he used to hate team meetings as a player. Bowlers always feel hard done by in a, in a team. The bowlers are the ones, if England get beat or we have a bad time, you drop a bowler. And the batters always think the bowlers are thick, so they won't listen to them. So there's that going on in the dressing room all the time. The bowlers always think the batters get away scot-free because usually if England got beat, we didn't score any runs. But then the bowlers would get blamed for not bowling the opposition out. So there's always a little bit of needle. And I sat a little bit in both camps being an all-rounder. Um, so I had to go to the batting meetings and I had to go to the bowling meetings. And I've got to tell you, the bowling meetings were far more fun. <laughs> did you? In the bowling meetings, did you did you basically say, oh, the batters are this, the batters are that, and then go to the batters meeting and go, oh, oh yeah. those bowlers. Oh, them bowlers. <laughs> or you could stir it up and you could be in there going, I tell you what, you should have heard what the bowlers were saying about you, lads. But you I stuck up for you. <laughs> I was there, me, I was fighting your corner, lads. Um, but, yeah, the, some of the meetings, though, I tell you what, they, they, were, they were boring. Because you sit there. You're not a meeting you person, through, are you? No, and you go through footage and you see all the opposition batting and bowling and you go around in circles talking about where to bowl and what to do and essentially you bowl the same everyone <laughs> but, but you have <laughs> only difference is if they're right or left-handed after that my best bowl's the best bowl i can't i can't be in control much more i suppose you just sit there simon jordan here you and i both listening to the talk sport daily podcast staying with cricket Here's Darren Goff, of course, on drive time alongside the ginger fella Adrian Durham. Incidentally, I'm in for uh, Adrian Durham all next week, Monday to Friday from 4pm. Yeah, I'll be doing drive or Andy Goldstein's drive time, as of course it will be known for those five days. Anyway, they discussed the news that Ben Stokes or Stokesy will be captain in England as they take on the Windies later on this year. And Goffey said he may not be the right man for it as he has enough on his plate already. Who would have thought Darren Goff is moaning about the amount of food on his plate? Oh, oh, it doesn't mean food. Right, OK, let's see what he's got to say then. My only problem I've got with Ben Stokes doing it at this moment in time is he bats. He's our best batsman alongside Joe Root. He bowls. We use him um, in... Joe Root uses him really well at the minute. Um, in situations where we have to bowl him because everybody else is tired and we use him as a last option. And he stands at slip. You add the captaincy to that. It's enormous pressure at this moment in time while he remains one of the best players in the world. Well, do you know what I mean? I'm not saying he'd be a bad captain at all, but I just think he's one of them, Ben, where he's just a natural leader anyway in the dressing room. Does he need to have a C at the side of his name? Back now to the breakfast show. This is the former Newcastle boss, Sam Allardyce, or Breadhead, as some people, not me, some people refer to him as. He was talking about Matty Longstaff and why he needs to make the right move football-wise, not just financially. No, 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 of course, never about the money. All about making the right move football-wise. Oh, yeah. You can't blame the agent for it. It's his mm. job uh, to find him a, a deal, the best deal. 
and we and we'd all like securing our financial futures as early as we possibly can. But you know, you, you, sometimes you can go and move to a football club, and it doesn't matter how much money. If you make the wrong choice, you're very very miserable. Mm-hmm. If you can't get any connections or or any teammates uh, or any time out of football. Uh, life becomes in- increasingly more difficult and you can't perform on the pitch then. So it's not an easy move, but if he takes that move at ice, I, which is good luck to him, but it'd be disappointing for the Newcastle fans. Staying with Newcastle, here's their former skipper, Kevin Nolan, brother, of course, to the famous Nolans. He was on drive time on what the future could hold for the famous club if the big money comes in. Remember, though, it's not about the money. It's all about football-wise, as I said in the last link. Anyway, Kev told Aidan Goffey that Steve Bruce has to be given a chance with the old bangers and mash. Cash, if you haven't worked that one out. It's crazy, isn't it? Because it, why, why not give him the opportunity to, to you know, to have, have a bit of money and, and to have a real good goal at it? You know, he's, he's proven that he can he can do it on limited resources. He can, he can do it with, you know, with not so much money. So why not give you know, give this you know person, or give Steve the give Steve the job and the opportunity to prove everybody wrong. You know, Pochettino had the opportunity when he left Southampton to go to Tottenham. Yeah, he got them into the Champions League. But who's to say if not given the backing, uh, Steve Bruce could do that? He knows what it's about. He's a Geordie boy. You know, he knows the passion of the supporters. So um, yeah, for me, I think he's got to be given at least the opportunity to to have have a goal. Over now to Hawksby and Jacobs with Clips of the Month. This is where Paul and Andy have a look back at the Clips of the Week that they all put together over those four weeks in that month and they've called it, well, I mean, it's self-explanatory really, isn't it? This is Alan Brazil and Steve Harmison on Breakfast talking about Newcastle. Newcastle, what mm. is the latest? What are they saying locally? Well, they're saying locally, I think I think Twitter's saying locally, um, uh, sorry, social media's saying locally when it, uh, from the local journalists. <laughs> did feel a bit League of Gentlemen, didn't it? <laughs> did we're not playing that bit? Like we I don't think we time. are. No, no, no. Okay, this is Georgie Bingham now talk, uh, taking us, no, talking us through her daily lockdown routine on weekend breakfast. I went out walking around the block, and um, it was on a day when I, I, normally I go out for like one really big walk, and the rest is kind of you know just to pee outside the front door. Yeah, country people, country ways, as we <laughs> said at the time. Uh, <laughs> I think she meant peer out the front door, didn't she? I, I think she didn't did, quite yes. finish. I hope she did anyway. No, I don't know. If you're our next door neighbour, let us know. It's uh, Ray Parler on Breakfast with a question for their mystery guest as he cleverly attempts to reveal their identity. Ray, you go first. Um, captain. Captain of his side mm. in London. Um, did you Did you play... Did you... What? Was it... What, what? Was you a footballer? <laughs> you keep thinking something's gone wrong with the line, but yeah, I know. it stumped him, it's didn't it? It, it, it did. stumped him. Um, this is um, Faker Others on the Saturday quiz. Right, OK, Sam, you are our last hey, caller. Right. This is Sam, the Liverpool fan, whose brother Dan is a Man U fan. <laughs> it's very good, isn't it? It's a lovely Beautiful, poem. I, I don't lovely. think it was intentional. And finally, it's Alan Brazil and Ali McCoist saluting a very famous comedian. Swam the, the, the Thames. Thames. And yeah. by the way, that is not easy either. So uh, well done 
David, I, mean, I, I can never get it right. Is it David Williams or David Williams? Williams? Oh, no. David um, Williams. David Williams. Uh, yeah, that came off the back of Ali saying he'd been learning French in lockdown, so he's gone full David. Uh, sorry, Alan said he's been learning French, didn't he, apparently? Mm. Been learning the history of French wine, I think, from some of the videos we've seen. <laughs> and time for the best bits of my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. And what a show it should be tonight as I'm doing these links now last night, last night being Wednesday. But it doesn't matter because I know, uh, I'm confident that my show was brilliant. Here's your proof. Fingers crossed. Uh, now we know. Uh, uh, oh my goodness, let's go back to Graham Beecroft. There might have been a winner. Beaky. There is a penalty. There is a penalty. Fredo has oh. just fouled Hugo Boss. The ball actually has gone into the back of the net. The referee might have allowed play to go on, but he has pointed to the penalty spot. So it's a penalty here uh, for the uh, the team which has really been playing the best football in the last 20 minutes after shave. So right at the very end, it looks as though there's going to be drama and it could be that for all chocolates efforts, they're going to go out. The referee is waving to the players to get away. He's oh. pointed to the penalty spot, so it's crunch time. It's right in front of the aftershave fans having said that, and it's going to be Adidas Ice Dive to take this one. Now, he's oh, German. Oh. They Pressure. never miss penalties, oh. do they? So here we go. Oh. He goes back to the edge of the area, the referee making sure everybody's out of the area, and Ice Dive begins his run, fires, and it's into the back of the net, oh. and aftershave right at the very, very end of this game. Cool have scored from the penalty spot, ice cool from Adidas, and uh, it's Chocolate who are out, and it's Aftershave who go through to make beer in the final of the Sports Bar Cup. Beaky, cool. um, you've got a feel, cool. you've got a feel for Chocolate. I mean, it, it looked like all throughout, the, well, certainly the first 80 minutes, it was theirs to lose. They were in control, they didn't look overcome by the... Um, the day, and they were playing really well, and they just looked fantastic, and then right towards the end all of a sudden things just started going against them you've got a feel for them haven't you you yeah. have but their, their, their plan was a good one you know I, I still think to, and believe although they weren't admitted in the post-match press conference I think that they, they believe that they if they went out and attacked uh, after shave they would have lost the game so they had a plan it worked very well everybody was sticking to it but things like this when the game suddenly changes and goals come in all of a sudden when you're not the favourite perhaps and when the other team is suddenly finding their form and pushing you back then things get rather shaky, and that's what happened here. And poor old Fredo, I'm afraid, just put in a challenge when he shouldn't have done, and the yeah. referee had no hesitation in pointing to the spot. Yes, it's, it's, a, it's a cruel game, football, sometimes, yeah. isn't it? And it, it is. That, it illustrates it perfectly. But that's it for another podcast. You think good work, everyone. Yeah, even if I don't mind saying it myself, we were brilliant. Well, I was anyway. You were. I mean, all you had to do is press play, really. This took me about eight hours to do. That's it, didn't it? It took me about three minutes rushing through because I was late tonight. It doesn't matter. I'll be back tonight from 10pm, of course, for the uh, last sports bar of the week. Oh, can't you do seven days a week? No. Five's enough for me. Oh, come on, mate. No, I can't. Yeah, but only four of them are sports bar. The other one's 9pm Trans Europe Express. Good plug. Thanks, Matt. Anyway, remember, you can download uh, previous podcasts via ACAR, Spotify, Apple Pods. And remember to press the old subscribe button so I don't have to bother telling you this every single podcast, Tom, producer. It makes me say it every single podcast. 
So that's it. Have a good day. Keep your distance. Go buy a car. Have a barbecue with five mates or six. I can't really remember what it is. Wash your hands. Keep two metres apart. Or is it one and a half? Depends if you live in Scotland. I can't remember. Just above all, just be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.